Welcome to the Yard Card School podcast. I'm your host, Chris Andale. In today's episode, we are going to talk about gas prices. It's a pain in the gas, and we've got seven tips to help you pass your gas problems. Stay tuned. Before we get started, I just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by the Yard Card Association. If you are looking for a great way to uplevel your business, be sure to check out our membership. If you're looking for some free resources, go over to our website at yardcardassociation.com. We've got some great tools of the trade along with a really great business expense resources training. So be sure to check that out. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Now, depending on when you are listening to this, gas prices are all over the place. But one thing we know in every state in the U.S. and in Canada is that gas prices are not cheap right now. We've got anything from 4 to over $6 per gallon in the states and even over $7 in Canada. That's just some craziness, but it definitely affects our industry. Since we can't do anything about the actual price per gallon, we wanted to put together seven tips to help you pass your gas problems. So we're going to start right now. Number one, charge more money. I know this is very straightforward. Some people are already doing it. Some people are very hesitant about doing it because you don't want to charge more money. Let me just put it this way. If you don't start adjusting your fees for the further out deliveries, it is going to really hurt your bottom line. And yes, everybody is feeling it. The one thing, though, is your customers also understand. They will not be surprised to see this. And some of the things you can do is look at the last time you even raised your prices. Because of inflation skyrocketing as well, your customers really aren't going to feel the effect of a 5 to $10 increase. So let me ask you this. When was the last time you raised your prices? If you did it a month ago, then that's a little bit different. But if it's been six or more months ago, it is definitely time. And 5 to $10 is not going to absolutely hurt you. Now, the other part of charging more money. If you normally go further out, it's time to go ahead and charge an additional delivery fee. Rein in those free delivery areas. Just tighten them up a little bit. So let's say you normally will go up to 10 miles without an extra fee. Maybe tighten that up just a little bit to five miles. Now, one thing about this is also let your existing clients know you'll be doing this and let grandfather them in for any bookings that they have, let's say for the next month. Give them that courtesy. But I definitely would not go into graduation season and travel 20 or more miles away and not have an additional charge on there. You really want to make sure that you are not ending up with the hit and not making as much profit as you definitely deserve. All right, number two, be more efficient with your traveling. 
when you are going, when you have multiple deliveries, let's think about this. Route your maps off up just a little bit differently and see if there's a way you can make it more efficient. Now, one thing I want you to also think about, let's say you've got a delivery on a Monday and you would normally pick it up on a Tuesday, but then you've got another delivery not super far away from your Monday order that's on Wednesday. So instead of making extra trips, perhaps consider leaving that Monday order until Wednesday. And then when you deliver your Wednesday order, pick up the Monday order. I know, I know that for some people, this is not something you are willing to entertain. I am just throwing out an idea that might help you and your bottom line save some dollars in that gas. All right, number three. Consider referring out some customers to other businesses. What? Are you thinking that I'm crazy, right? I know that there are some yard carters that absolutely will not refer out. They would rather drive 50 miles versus refer a customer to somebody that's much, much, much closer. But I'm here to just ask you to consider whether it's really worth your time and your money. With gas prices as expensive as they are, wouldn't it be nice to do two things? One, bless your customer by not needing to charge them so much extra because of that far distance. And two, bless the other yard card owner who will appreciate that referral. If you can build up those relationships and the professionalism and refer business back and forth, it is amazing. It's like working magic. And like I said, it's also blessing both of those businesses, both the business and the customer. All right, number four, we're moving on, is to track your mileage even more vigorous, vigorously than you already are. I am sure that you are tracking delivery and pickups, right? Because that's what we know to do. Let me just talk about this for just a second. Right now in 2022, the IRS mileage deduction is 58.5 cents per mile. I want to make sure you make it a habit. Set an alert before you get, even get into your vehicle every single time. Think about this. Where are you going? And is any of your traveling going to be for business? Because my friends, I'm here to tell you that your mileage is not just for deliveries and pickups. You want to also make sure with your deliveries and pickups that you count each round trip. So let's just give an example. Let's say you are driving five miles for a delivery and then you come home. So that's five miles back. That's 10 miles total for that delivery. And then let's say the next day you drive five miles there to pick it up and five miles back to come home. That's another 10 miles. So that order was 20 miles, right? So make sure that you are tracking both of those times that you were in the car. But when we get back to what else 
counts for your business miles, I want to just give you some examples. Let's say you drive over to the $1.25 tree, formerly known as the Dollar Tree, to buy some cards or goodie bag supplies. That mileage actually counts. What about if you have a storage warehouse? That also counts, but if you go from your home to your storage warehouse and back, that mileage counts. Let's see, what about if you go and ship signs at FedEx or UPS and then you come back home? All of those miles count as well. A couple of other examples for you. If you go to buy or sell or trade or borrow signs from a fellow yard carter and then come back home, those miles count as well. And then what if you are doing local print house pickups? That mileage also counts. Or let's say you are driving to Walgreens to pick up some prints there. Guess what? That mileage there and the mileage back counts. So those really add up. And I want to just talk about that for just a second and do a couple of examples for you. We're going to do some money examples here. Let's say you did the six miles per delivery and pickup for an order. So you've got six miles there, six miles back, six miles there, six miles back. That's 24 miles at 58.5 cents equals 14.04. That's how much your tax deduction will be, but you've got to have it recorded. Okay, another one. Let's say you travel 25 miles to deliver and 25 miles back times two, that's 100 miles at 58.5 cents equals $58.50. Now, if again, if you were doing something that far away, make sure to still tr charge a little bit extra for a travel fee because not only do you have the distance, which is the gas, but again, this is also your time. Okay, what are some good ways to track? There's quite a few apps out there. You've got Mileage IQ, you've got QuickBooks Mileage app, and then all you got to do is open up your app store, whether it's on Google or Apple, and you will find all kinds of mileage apps. The other thing you can do, and I do highly still recommend this, is to keep a notepad, whether it's a physical notepad or literally the notes section on your phone, and write down all of these little bitty things. And then take those and make sure that you have, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet, and start tracking every one of those. When you have all of your orders in there and you've got it line by line, this is great evidence to the IRS, should you get audited, that you really are tracking your expenses. I'm sorry, not your expenses, your mileage. Make sure when you do that that you also put on the reason for each trip because they're not going to know the difference between mileage to Walgreens versus mileage to the $1.25 tree versus mileage to meet another yard carter. But when you have that evidence, it makes a big difference. All right, moving on to number five. Check your tire air pressure. This is something a lot of people don't think about. But when we have the proper tire inflation, believe it or not, it actually makes a difference. And a lot of times we don't, especially if there's been temperature fluctuations. So fun fact, there is usually a discrepancy of 0.6% all the way up to 3%. 
for underinflated tires. And that actually makes a big difference in your fuel efficiency. I will post a couple of different links on where you can go to read to read more about that. But I thought that was just um, an interesting thing for you to think about. Let me read this one thing. Studies show that 20 to 30 percent of a vehicle's fuel consumption is related to proper tire maintenance, which includes routine air pressure checks, rotations and alignments. Those are the best practices you can get for extending the life of your tires, which increases your fuel efficiency. There was a really cool tire pressure calculator I found online, and so I will post that link. All right, let's move into number six, getting the best gas prices. There's a couple of different parts of this part, and so I'm just going to dive into this. Number one, get a gas price tracking app. There's several of them out there, but absolutely number one is Gas Buddy. I can personally attest to Gas Buddy. You can also use Waze, and I have also looked at Google Maps. So there's all kinds of different ones, but number one is Gas Buddy, and so I highly recommend that. If you sign up for Gas Buddy, you will actually receive five cents off each fill up. You'll just need to make sure that you click on the app and have it going before you actually fill up. So there's an automatic five cents that you can save at the pump. The second part of this is to fill up at grocery stores like Kroger or Smith's Grocery, depending on where you live, or look into Costco and Sam's Club because they also have really good discounted gas. When you do that, when you use Gas Buddy or Waze, especially Gas Buddy because of the five cents off, this is probably one of the most effective ways you can save money regardless of whether it's for business or not. Because at the end of the day, this is our livelihood. This isn't just about business. All right, let's move on to our very last one. Number seven, fill up earlier in the week. Now, this is coming officially from Gas Buddy, but there's other sources online that say the same thing. The cheapest days to fill up are Sundays and Mondays. Now, I will say, as I have traveled around and noticed this, that's exactly what I have seen as well. Earlier in the week, the gas prices seem to be cheaper. I don't know the reason for that, but I tell you what, I want to get more mindful about doing that. And the most expensive days to fill up are Thursdays and Fridays. And I will be honest with you, I don't actually notice the days I fill up. I know when I need to fill up, right? So let's start tracking the days of the week that we are filling up. Let's even start being more mindful when we go to our usual places that we fill up. And then let's start checking around and seeing if there's some other places nearby that maybe we can get a better discount at. And then, of course, remember, we've got Gas Buddy and let's get our five cents off or go to Costco or Sam's Club. Okay, let's do a really quick summary and I'm just going to recap these real quick for your seven gas tips. Number one, charge more money. Number two, be more efficient with your traveling. Number three, 
refer out to another business. Number four, track your mileage more vigorously. Number five, check your tire air pressure. Number six, get the best gas prices. Number seven, fill up earlier in the week. I hope these are helpful to you and I hope you'll let us know if you've got some other tips or if there's some of these you try and you know are really, really good. Head over to our Facebook page and let us know. All right, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode. Cheers to your success.